0: What if I told you that your evening glass of wine is probably making your mental health worse? Or that the pint you're about to enjoy might come with some hidden side effects. Effects that just might change your mind the next time you think of reaching for a glass of something. Today's episode is all about how alcohol affects your mental health. Intrigued? You should be. So let's talk about alcohol. I'm Jeremy Godwin, and I teach you how to improve your mental health with weekly videos and my podcast, Let's Talk About Mental Health. You know that old saying, you are what you eat? Well, today I'm changing that to you are what you drink. Alcohol is pretty much everywhere around us, but we don't often talk about how it affects your mental health or how to make smarter choices about your alcohol consumption. So how does drinking alcohol affect us? Alcohol slows down the brain's functions and alters the balance of chemicals in our brain. When you drink, it enhances the effect of gamma-aminobutyric acid, or GABA, which is a neurotransmitter responsible for slowing brain activity. And at the same time, it inhibits glutamate, which is a neurotransmitter that excites your brain. This leads to a slowing down of brain activity, resulting in feelings of relaxation which is why so many people use alcohol to relax and unwind. But here's the thing. While the occasional drink might offer temporary relief, chronic or regular drinking can have a significant negative impact on your mental health. And this is because alcohol alters the levels of serotonin in the brain. And serotonin is a vital hormone that helps regulate our mood. Alcohol use can lead to a decrease in serotonin levels, causing feelings of sadness or depression. Plus, alcohol can interfere with our sleep patterns, resulting in poor sleep quality, which further escalates these feelings. So, how can we manage our alcohol consumption and make healthier choices? Here are five simple tips to get you started. Tip one, reduce your consumption. It may sound obvious, but the less you drink, the lower your risk levels. Cut back on drinking or take a break altogether. Or you could do things like choosing smaller serving sizes if and when you do drink, alternating between one alcoholic drink and one non-alcoholic one. It's all about making smart and considered choices. Tip two, have days off. And that means aiming to maintain several alcohol-free days a week. This isn't just about reducing alcohol intake. It's also about breaking the habit and dependence on alcohol and giving your body and mind time to recover. Tip three, choose non-alcoholic substitutes. Nowadays, there are lots of non-alcoholic options for beer, wine, spirits, and even cocktails. So you can still enjoy a drink without having the alcohol that normally goes with it, or the side effects for that matter. Imagine having a few drinks without slurring your words, or telling everyone you see how much you love them. It may sound crazy, but it is possible. Tip four, eat first. Never drink on an empty stomach. Why? Because you usually wind up drinking far more that way, and have much lower inhibitions. Which is a nice way of saying you're probably going to make a fool of yourself. Plus, the morning after the night before is going to feel like you've been hit by a truck. Eating before you drink can slow down the absorption of alcohol in your bloodstream, reducing its effects on your brain and body. That doesn't mean you have to have a full meal each time. Even a quick snack before drinking can help. Tip 5. Seek alternatives Because if drinking is becoming a tool you use to cope with stress or anxiety, then you're heading into dangerous territory that can result in serious longer-term mental health issues. Try engaging in activities that are rewarding and stress-relieving instead. That could be reading, painting, exercising, or even learning a new skill. The key is to keep your mind engaged and distracted from the urge to drink. The thing to remember is that we know alcohol has long-term negative effects on our physical and mental health. So by making smarter choices and limiting your intake, you're going to be taking much better care of your mental health. Now it's over to you. Let me know in the comments which tips you're going to apply and find out more about the relationship between alcohol and mental health in the latest episode of the Let's Talk About Mental Health podcast. It's linked in the episode description. Thanks so much for joining me today. Take care and talk to you next time. For ad-free content and early episode access, become a paid supporter on Patreon. It's linked in the episode description.